Hello everyone and welcome back to Locked on Flames. It sounds as if the Flames and Johnny's extension talks have heated up and he will be a Calgary Flame for quite some time. And of course, thank you all so much for tuning into another episode of Locked on Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and I appreciate you tuning in and making Locked on Flames your first listen of the day. <laughs> we are free 99 wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. And I greatly appreciate you tuning in. And today, the, the rumors have heated up. And that is all because the assistant general manager, Greg Conroy, who was a big help in getting Johnny to sign out of college, confirmed that an extension is a done deal. Pump the brakes, though, real quick. Why has this not been all over my timeline? <laughs> I have not seen this really anywhere outside of, like, this tiny flame circle. And um, I'm kind of disappointed in that because I thought that so many people wanted him on their team. Like, you you think that they'd be a little bit more bummed out about him, you know, not hitting the market. Can't relate. Okay, on to the next. Johnny as a flame long term is so attractive. And it is such a great just piece to this team that... It really looks as if they can keep the ball rolling as long as he's here. And I'm not saying that he is, you know, the sole factor why this team is doing so well. But he is, you know, a key component. And he has 44 assists, assists this season. And he's currently sitting at 20 goals. He's averaging, let's see, 1.31 points per game. Okay, so he is absolutely tearing it up every night, night after night, it is more uncommon for him to not have a point than it is for him to have a point. It's, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> but he is just turned into an entirely rejuvenated player after Jeff Ward finally came to his senses and Jeff Ward, sorry, Daryl Sutter, <laughs> My God, I don't know why I said Jeff Ward. Um, well, Jeff Ward kept him down on the second line all season and never really thought to, like, put him on the top line, but instead had, like, Dylan Dubé and Milan Lucic up there when, like, Johnny Gaudreau was right there. But Daryl Sutter finally said, "Cut, copy-paste you up to that top line, and um, <laughs> everything has um, really worked out for – Johnny and this team as a whole, I think that it's just fantastic. And if we could have that long term, that would be beautiful. That would be fantastic. <laughs> you know, I think that that is like the ultimate goal for the team. And I think it's the ultimate goal to kind of keep the players that they have now in place, uh, you know, the true impact players, because that's how success works. Like you build you know, you build momentum, you build chemistry. And if the Flames can use that $27 million in projected cap space wisely and effectively, they can get it done. I have no doubt in my mind that they can basically keep this team intact, even though they have to sign Johnny, Matthew Kachuk, Oliver Shillington, and Andrew Mangiapane. So that that is a lot of work to get done. 
with less than $30 million. Now, could they do some trading? Absolutely. Next more, if Matthew Kachuk could wait one more year to, you know, resign, that would be great because Sean Monahan's like $6.6 million will be coming off the books. That would be great. But unfortunately, that's not how this is working. <laughs> so I think that they can finagle something. I think that you know, it's. I think it's truly going to take the most work to get Matthew Kachuk to stay. I just, I have a feeling that, you know, even though he's still young in his career, I think that he is someone who is, you know, attracted to that money. And that's like no shade or like shame to him. I think that it's great to want to be paid for your work <laughs> and especially for your talent, you know, especially with the way that the market looks for, players of his caliber it's not a dig it's not anything negative um I just think that one's going to take a little bit more work especially when we saw how contract negotiations with Brady Kachuk kind of played out this summer and by played out I mean how they're portrayed in the media and I think that it is very uh I don't want to say common knowledge but it's perceived that his that Chantel and Keith have um, quite the hands-on approach when it comes to their children and their children's uh, hockey careers. Chantel was out in Calgary a few weeks ago and um, watched, or not a few weeks ago, it was last week, and she's watching Matthew play, which I think is so sweet. But I, I just think that it's um, fairly obvious that it's supposed to be perceived that their mom and dad have uh, hands in the pot and truly have say. And, you know, that's fine. I think that that's good. But, like, you also have an agent for a reason. And you're an adult and you should negotiate how you want. <laughs> um, obviously, listen, I couldn't do this. I I couldn't do it. I am... I can't even barter with people at the flea market, let alone a multi-million dollar uh, contract situation, which is why I decided against going to law school because I knew litigation would not be my strong suit. And I said, we're just going to stick to PR. And at some point, if you want to go back to school and get your master's, um, you can do that. But we're law school pipe dream <laughs> once again. But, you know, I think this, and this isn't, again, this isn't like a dig at Matthew Kachuk. This is not like, I would want my parents in support of me and helping me along the way as well because, you know, the agent's pushing for this because he gets a cut of it. Mom and dad want what's best for you. And that's great. But if we can, like, start planting seeds and being like, Matthew, Johnny is staying. Lindholm is staying. Keep this line together so, like, the fans don't have a mental breakdown, but also so you get paid and you can, like, have a chance at winning the Stanley Cup. Like, I think that this season has been such a success for this team, and especially depending – I think it truly depends on the playoff run as well, but uh, I think that they could – that could Chuck could stay if the playoff run is great. But that's a whole nother episode that we will get into. Um, but I, I want to see that top line stay together, and I think that – Johnny's domino falling, allegedly, supposedly <laughs> falling right now or, you know, in the works 
is a step in the right direction. And I think that it's um, a testament to just how much Johnny believes in this team. And you know what I believe in? Delicious protein bars. <laughs> Built Bar is a delicious tasting protein bar that is perfect for anyone who is on the go, like me, at all times. Um, I have my bag packed for when I hit the train station this weekend to go down to New Jersey to watch the Riveters play. And I have two Built Bars packed for my four-hour train ride because I like snacks that fill me up, but they that also curb every craving I have. <laughs> and I love me some chocolate. And Built Bar is, are covered in 100% chocolate and come in a variety of flavors that everyone needs to try. Like, truly everyone needs to try. And they also have uh, these puffs, these marshmallow puffs that are delicious. They come in uh, a few different flavors and they, <laughs> they are packed with protein. I don't understand how something so good that tastes like it's supposed to be bad for you is actually so good for you. It's mind-blowing to me. But you can head on over to Built.com today and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your next order at Built.com. Thank you so much for uh, sticking around, Locked on Flames. We greatly appreciate it here. And you can follow me on Twitter at JessBelmosto. So let's keep this conversation rolling, shall we? Resigning a long-term deal would be so good for the Flames. But it would also really help Gaudreau. <laughs> you know, I think it's fairly obvious that it keeps the window wide open. You know, just when you think like, oh, you know, they traded their captain. Sean Monahan's on the decline. Matthew Kachuk, his temper is just so bad. And and Johnny, he just wants to head back east. This team will fall apart when it when it's time for everyone to hit free agency. Wrong! <laughs> it blows this window wide open because this team is competitive for the first time in forever. And at a, at a competitive level that I don't think Flames fans have seen in quite some time. I mean, I've said it a million times, but this team gives me 2019, like Bruins 2019, like underdog vibes. Okay? Just truly competitive and gritty and so talented and there's so much talent here that can take them to the championship and I think that with Johnny here long term it also it makes the team more attractive because you have Johnny Blake Coleman Tyler Toffoli Jacob Markstrom uh Chris Tanev I, I don't think Milan Lucic's contract ever expires, but you know, like you have a good group of players here that really make the team look like it's worth coming to. I, I, I feel like that's the best way to word it. It's a competitive team. There are so many names on this roster that are attractive and just the top talent will roll in the same way that Blake Coleman and Tyler Toffoli came rolling in. And I think that Johnny is someone who, um, it, uh, again, this is all assumption-based, but Johnny seems like someone who would take a team-friendly deal in order to maximize 
the cap space in order to make sure that other players are brought back. And that's a great quality to look for in any player, especially one of your top players who could easily go out and make nine, ten million dollars a year in any other market, you know. So I think that it's important to focus on the positives when it comes to him. You know, he he has come under such scrutiny in his tenure in Calgary that I think people forget the fact that he had that 99-point season and has just truly, like, helped keep the Flames. Like, I can't even say relevant, but, you know, he's kept them above the water time and time again, but... This year, it just, it feels so different, and I am so happy for the Flames. I'm I'm so happy to see people who aren't in the Calgary market. Like, they'll message me and say, hey, because of your podcast, like, I started watching the Flames, and I, I'm buying into what they're selling. Great. Number one, that means my podcast is doing its job. We're spewing all the Flames propaganda here, but the Flames are also selling you good hockey, you know? So, like, this is a, a two-way street here. And um, I, I know that Daryl Sutter is up. Uh, his contract is up at the end of next year. Do I think that immediately slams, slams the Flames window shut if he doesn't come back? No. Do I think that it slams the Flames window shut if, um, you know... Brad Tree Living leaves at the end of next year. Absolutely not. No, I don't think that by any means. But I also don't think that it that this is something that can like easily be replicated by other coaches if they want to have their own system. But if you come in here and can say, hey, like I like what Daryl Sutter had, take his playbook, you know, I I was gonna say like call him but maybe fax him something and say Daryl what you were doing was amazing I need it I want I want to bring the Stanley Cup back to Calgary put the flames back on the map stop the relocation to Atlanta Ducks and get this team a ring and I think that is something that could easily happen I do if the flames play it right and the flames want to um you know continue to play good hockey and win, they need to work with themselves as much as they need to work with the aging <laughs> coach. And uh, Brad Tree Living isn't that old, but you know what I'm saying? Like they, it's not end all be all if th- those two leave. Do I think that the Flames should work on an extension with Daryl Sutter? Absolutely. But I also know that Daryl Sutter is not a spring chicken and he isn't necessarily going to want to coach for another five years you know or another three years it's a long time um but I think that it could help keep Kachuk here a bit longer too and I know I keep coming back to him but if you lose Kachuk this offseason you are in a little bit of a bind to fill that top wing top right wing spot could it be Tyler Toffoli? Yeah, <laughs> probably good. But I just I think that Matthew Kachuk brings a special element to this team that isn't necessarily replicatable, replicatable, repeatable. I'm horrible at speaking. <laughs> but I think that 
again, it does ultimately come down to where this team finishes come April and May. I think that's what it's going to be. But I also just, I have such a good feeling about this re-signing and what it could truly mean for the Flames and their future. Because this, this season has been an anomaly. They have won 10 in a row. And I know none of that matters, like Daryl Sutter said, until the playoffs. But it's the fact that they can string that many wins together at such a high level that they're playing at. Like, it's not like they're just playing, like, the New Jersey Devils or the Arizona Coyotes night after night. They're really trying out there, you know? And um, they, they're playing good hockey and I, I'm so happy to finally see these players in a groove that shows their their true talents and maximizes their true talents. And we're very grateful to have a coach that has come in and just be able to pick that out and say, this is what this player does best. This is what this one does best. Sign them together, put them together, you know. Put them in groups together like the teachers do for our gosh darn group projects. But coming up next, we are also going to talk about the latest addition to Calgary's uh, coaching and scouting uh, staff membership. Team team members? Members? Um, I'm, again, struggling to speak. It's it's Wednesday. (laughs) It's my Friday junior. So let's jump into uh, Bet Online AG. Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full swing for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores and news this season. Head on over to the website today and or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet online where the game starts. I if you okay, if you follow me on Twitter, you know that my check engine light has been on for like I don't know a year, maybe a year. But it's it's fine, right? Because like Rock Auto has me covered. And uh, I use one of their diagnostic tools to find out. What the heck was wrong with my car? Turns out it's the fuel pump, which I can get on at rockauto.com and for a much cheaper price than I could go down the street to any chain store in the area. Rockauto.com has you covered for all of your car or truck parts and needs. And rockauto.com is a local, uh, sorry, a family owned business that is great to support, obviously. Uh, they've been a big supporter of the network for a long time now. And you just, you love to see small businesses thrive. And uh, Rock Auto has amazing selection and a variety of parts and just things that I never knew existed in a car. And <laughs> their website, rockauto.com, is incredibly easy to navigate, which makes my shopping experience a million times easier and better. So head on over to rockauto.com today and Use their How Did You Hear About Us box to tell them that Locked On sent you. Locked On Flames continues. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, leave us a five-star rating and a nice little review. 
This morning, I woke up and thought I was in a fever dream because I saw that the Flames <laughs> hired uh, Bob Murray as a West Coast scout. And uh, Kristen Anderson, who actually hosted this show before me, <laughs> wrote up a nice little article about it. And I figured uh, we could kind of talk about that today. And for those of you who don't know, Bob Murray resigned this past November from the Ducks organizations after an investigation into his behavior when complaints came to light that he had allegedly, allegedly verbally abused team employees. Yeah, so this is the kind of guy you want to bring into uh, the Flames organization right now, right? Right when things are going really good, this is the kind of person you want. Uh, at the time, Murray was accountable for his behavior and apologized publicly, uh, noting that he planned to focus his attention on where it should be, improving my life for the betterment of my family and friends. Okay, that's fantastic. Um, he is a 67-year-old man, so he's, you know, an older guy who's been around hockey for uh, quite some time. And Brad Tree Living has a lot of positive things to say about him and says that he is uh, worthy of a second chance, which I mean, obviously, like, yes, of course, um, especially it appears that he has completed some substance abuse treatment programs and, you know, I'm sure has gotten some counseling along the way to hopefully um, change that behavior. I know that, you know, no one stays the same version of themselves we're always growing and it, he took accountability he you know held himself accountable and uh made steps to better himself and put himself in a position where he can uh you know be better be a better person i just you know with the state of things around hockey, especially in the last year and a year and a half that we've seen with Chicago and uh, the Bill Peters situation and with Mike Babcock and just, you know, it feels like every team, it's just, it's, it's hard for me to want to go into this and be like, heck yeah, he's changed. He's a changed guy. There are so many exciting parts to this and, you know, it'll be like, it is a, it is a big catch or a big get for the flames. Like this is like, I'm not going to deny that. I think that having a former general manager here who <laughs> was good with the ducks for a while, um, that that's important, especially when it comes to scouting, but it just, <sighs> Oh my God. And then Tree Living says, we all make mistakes and I know Bob's character and it's important to give those people an opportunity when you say a guy's gone through this. When you see a guy's gone through this, I wanted to help him. So this, like that, that is important, you know, like obviously it is unfortunate for the people who um, did kind of fall victim to his verbal harassment in the workplace. Uh, I... I've been there. It's not very fun to be the punching bag of a boss who does not like you or um, is just going through it themselves. But I also really want to note that this isn't behavior that can be tolerated. Like, you know, obviously people get second chances. People get third and fourth chances. This is the NHL for God's sakes. Like, we've seen it a million times. And 
I, I hope for Murray's sake that he has changed and that he has reached um, a point where he is healthier and where he is in a position to really give hockey his all again and where he can be respectful. <laughs> that, that's it. Like, all you have to do, show up to work and be respectful. And there are a lot of, you know, outlying factors that play into that. And I, I hope that he has taken care of himself because this isn't, like, this isn't a joke. This is someone's health and whatnot. But I hope that, you know, he took advantage of the substance abuse program that he was in and has learned um, some great tools that will help him in his time of need. Like we're all, we're all human beings. I can tell you right now, I, I color when things get, you know, a little, little rough and I journal. And this is just a reminder that like mental health is just as important as your physical health. And um, my DMs are always open if you have, you know, if you need someone to talk to, but um, I, I hope that this is the best. I, I wish nothing but the best for Bob Murray because it, no one is immune from substance abuse disorders or mental health or mental illnesses or really anything. And, um, it, it appears that he's going to be <laughs> still hanging out in the Anaheim area. He'll be near Stockton. So he'll be kind of based out of there, it appears. Uh, and Kristen Anderson says, tree living threw him a lifeline in a relatively stress-free role at the least stress, at least stress-free compared to a general manager's position. It's easy to kick someone when they're down. It's harder to help when they're down, which is 100% true because, you know, it, it is very difficult to um, be able to help someone. And to thoroughly be able to, you know, help someone who wants the help. Because not everyone wants the help. But for Murray to be back on his feet after, you know, five months? November, Dece December, January, February. Three months. Okay, can't do math here. Um, three months and completing, you know, that program. And I think that Tree Living did a great thing and helped him out. And... You know, he's not uprooting him. They And they say in the first year of sobriety that you shouldn't have too many, like, life changes, right? And so I think that Tree Living's really helping him out by saying, by having him, you know, stay in the Anaheim area. And he can still work, like, I'm, his role is specifically, like, West Coast scouting. So it sounds like this is a position that was truly made for him. And I think that that's great. And, um speaks to Tree Living's character and his generosity. And I don't think that he would take a chance on this in the, on this if he truly didn't think that Bob Murray was capable of it. So, you know, I think that it, it like he said, it's very easy to kick a dog when they're down. And I I want to believe that this is a good decision. I want to believe that Bob Murray will not throw chairs at people, will stop uh, verbally abusing employees and people in general. And now that they have the anonymous reporting line with um, within the NHL and, like, jobs, um, within the NHL and 
throughout, I'm sure the AHL as well, um, I'm sure people will speak up because that's what launched the initial investigation back uh, late last year. So, you know, we'll have to see what Bob Murray uh, has to say, what he has to do, you know. Could this be um, a step in the right direction for him? Because people really liked him, (laughs) you know. I think, I don't want to say no one had a bad thing to say about him, because obviously they did, but he was perceived pretty well by the fans for a long time. And, um, you know, I I feel for the guy, and I, I hope that everything keeps trending positively in in the right direction for him. So best wishes to him in his new role. Uh, you know, can't wait to see where that leads him. And I don't know, maybe, maybe we can figure something out where he gets, where we have him on the show. So <laughs> that'd be pretty neat. But thank you all so much for tuning into today's episode of Locked on Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. You can find Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, for free, on YouTube, free 99 to subscribe, like, leave a review, quick little rating, whatever your heart desires. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. And I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.